share this word, let somebody know that we're here this morning and we appreciate you in helping us with this ministry as we share the word of the Lord. We thank God for our friends, our virtual family who has joined us throughout this pandemic season and some of you even before. We thank God for those uh, uh, throughout this nation who join us and those, amen, who are across seas from us who are uh, uh, joining us. We thank God for the people of God, the church universal, the church everywhere. We greet you in the name of our Christ, and we want you to know that you are in our prayers. Luke chapter 13, as we share the word of the Lord this morning. Father, I honor you and praise you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for your steadfast love. I thank you for your faithfulness that you continue to bestow upon your people. I ask now that you would give us uh, listening ears that we may hear in this hour what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the church that as we hear the word that somebody would believe the report of scripture and that in believing someone would be set free we come against anything that would uh, 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 hinder the free flow of your word from coming forth and we take authority over it in the matchless name of Jesus heal somebody deliver somebody make somebody whole help somebody in whatever area that they needed we thank you for those who are in this listening audience those who are part of this virtual family add a special blessing to their lives in the places that they needed the most we thank you for the word. You said one would plan and another would water, but you give the increase. And I believe seeds will be planted this morning. Seeds will be watered and increase will be given by you. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, amen. Luke 13, uh, I want to share the word, Luke 13, beginning at verse 10. Uh, Luke 13, beginning at verse 10, it, it reads as follows. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmities or infirmity. And he laid his hand on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day. And he said unto the people, there are six days in which men ought to work. In them therefore come and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, doth uh, not each one of you on the Sabbath loose, uh, loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these 18 years be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day. And when he had said these things, all of his adversaries were ashamed 
and all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. We thank God for the reading of his word. I want to uh, focus this morning uh, on what the text says about the woman that she had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. This is verse 11. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift herself up. And I want to talk this morning uh, using this thought God is going to help you to get it straight. God is going to help you to get it straight. Uh, that's what I want to talk about just for uh, a few moments this morning by the Spirit of the Lord. Uh, as we come, I want you to know that God is wanting to make our lives better. That there are so many false ideas about God that are often held concerning his dealings with his children. And one of the greatest tricks of the enemy is to get you to adopt the wrong ideas about the God of the Bible. I said one of the devil's greatest uh, uh, tricks is to get you to adopt the wrong ideas about the God of the Bible. If the devil can start you thinking backwards about God, then he can cheat you out of the good life. Uh, this is important here because what you think about God, uh, what you believe about God matters. And we must understand that it is important for us to have a biblical view of God. Don't let anybody create in your head the wrong idea about God and his dealings with his children. When you are a genuine child of God, I want you to know that you are in great hands. I said when you are a genuine child of God, you are in great hands. There are no greater hands to be in than to be in the hands of the Lord. This is important that you understand because sometimes we have the wrong ideas about God. Sometimes God uh, has to chasten us, but he will never abuse us. That's something that I want you to get. God is a great father. God is a loving father. God is a father who has the best interest of his children in mind. I said, though God will chasten us. God will never abuse us. God is not against his children. God is for us. Even when you cannot figure uh, things out, you should remember that God is for you. Come on here. I said God is for me even when I can't figure out what I'm going through. I want you to always keep that in mind that God is never against the righteous that the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open to their cry come on here I need you to grab this this morning those who have become children of God through the Lord Jesus Christ can be 
of good cheer. God does not want to beat his children down. He wants to bless us. So come on here and give him praise for that. I said God is not out to beat his children down. God is out to bless us. Come on here. The God of the Bible, come on, does not want to harm his people. He wants to help them. Come on, you got to understand this. See, the goal of God is not to wound you, but the goal of God is to do you well. Come on and give him praise because some of you, come on, the only way that you're still making it is because the Lord has done you well. The only reason you're not crazy is because the Lord has done you well. The only reason that you are blessed like you are is because the Lord has done you well. I dare somebody to lift your hands wherever you are and say the Lord has done me well. Oh yeah, God is not out to wound you. He wants to do you well. God is not out to make your life worse. He wants to do you well. I need you to grab this by the Spirit of God. One of the major benefits of having the Lord in your life is that he sincerely wants to make life better for you. Having Jesus, I want you to know, still makes the difference. I want you to know there's nothing in life like knowing the Lord. When you know the Lord, you've got somebody on your side that can help you to successfully navigate through life. See, see, Jesus does not come to give you an awful life. He comes to give you an abundant life. Come on and praise him right there. I said he does not come to give you an awful life he comes to give you an abundant life God knew that we needed work God knew that we would need some things fixed God knew come on here that we would have flaws God knew that we would be jacked up but he loved us anyway with an everlasting love and I want you to know with everything you got going on God wants to make your life better yeah, I want you to know that God knew that when he saved us, we would need him to help us. In fact, God uh, knew that our lives were broken when he found us, that there were things that would be need to put back that needed to be put back together. God knew that we needed work when he saved us. In fact, that's why God sent his son to seek and save that which was lost. Come on here. What was lost, you ask? All of us were lost before we came to know the Lord. Come on, see, see, man had made a mess. And one thing men do well without God is make a mess. Come on, I said one thing men do well without God is make a mess. All of us were in a mess. And not only did man make a mess, man was a mess. Oh, but I thank God that God knows how to turn a mess into a miracle come on here we were a mess enslaved by sin we were a mess tied up by guilt we were a mess bound by shame and what makes man man's mess so major is that we could not clean it up we clean we we caused a mess we could not clean up See, we are superb at making a mess, but we suck at getting out of them. Come on here. We, we don't know. Come on here. How to get out of the messes we often make. 
This is something here. In order for man to get out of his sin problem, he needed God to help him to get it straight. Oh, come on here. See, see, I need you to get this because what I'm trying to declare to you this morning is that God is going to help his people to get matters straight. Whatever is broken in your life, whatever is out of order in your life, whatever is not properly functioning in your life, you need to lift your hands and say, God is going to help me to get it straight. Oh, bless his name. See, I want you to know that man, it, from the very start, had a sin problem that he could not fix. In order to get his sin problem straight, man needed a savior. Come on here. The only thing that could straighten out man's sin problem was the savior. Come on here. The only thing that could deliver man from sin was God's son. Come on here. The only thing that still delivers from sin is God's son. Somebody give God a praise right there. It is only through the son of God that we can get things straight. Yeah, this sin problem had taken over us, but I want you to know man's sin problem required supernatural help. Come on, I need you to get this by the spirit of God. Man's sin problem required supernatural help, and God knew that. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Man was in a mess, and the mess could only be fixed by Jesus, the Messiah. Come on here, I want you to know the Messiah is still fixing messes if you amen praise God do not know the Lord he's able to deliver you if you're not a free God is able to set your life free if you're in a mess Jesus the Messiah knows how to fix it come on and give him praise right there God gave his son to help set our lives straight and God wants to help you to get your life straight see see I want you to get this because when we start talking about getting something straight it suggests setting something into proper working order it is to cause something to flow correctly it is to bring a fix to a thing that has been out of order come on here no matter what you face God is going to help you to get it straight come on here child of God and give him praise if God could help you to get your eternal no salvation straight God can help you to get anything straight come on and give him praise right there want you to know that no matter what you face God is going to help you to get it straight you got to trust him because he's going to help you to get it straight you got to depend on God because he's going to help you to get it straight you've got to hope in the Lord because he's going to help you to get it straight see see to have the Lord means that you never have to go at life alone I need you to get this to have the Lord means you never have to go at life alone. God always wants to help you to get something straight. Come on here. Life may shake you, but God will help you to get it straight. Issues may arise, but God will help you to get it straight. Problems may come, but God will help you to get it straight. Struggles may be encountered, but God will help you to get it straight. See, this is the season that God wants to help 
you to get it straight. Whatever you're dealing with, he wants you to help you to get it straight. Whatever you've been carrying, he wants to help you to get it straight. The pain you've carried, the hurt you've been through, God wants to help you to get it straight. You don't have to solve it alone. God is going to help you to get it straight. I'm so glad that God has given an answer and the answer is still his son. Come on and give him praise right there to the uttermost Jesus saves. God is going to help you to get it straight. In Luke 13, this narrative nestled in verse uh, uh, nestled between uh, uh, the verses of the 13th chapter uh, 11 through 17 and I want to use this narrative just for a little while if you'll uh, afford me just a few minutes this morning and I'm going to let you be on your way I want to tell you that God shows us in this text that he can help you to get things straight come on here when, when, when you uh, when you got the savior there is no Nothing you can get straight. Come on here. I said when you've got the Savior, there's nothing that he can help you get straight. When you are straight with the Lord, come on here. Come on, that's what I'm talking about here. Come on, because the main thing is that when you get straight with the Lord, he'll help you to get everything else straight. Oh, come on here. Come on, first base is getting straight with Jesus. When you get straight with Jesus, He'll help you to get straight. Everything else jacked up. Come on here. I hear what I'm saying here. Jesus, the text says, is preaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath day. It would not have been uncommon for the word to go out through the community who would be preaching on the Sabbath day, who would be teaching and giving instruction on the Sabbath day. It would often go out through the community days before who the visiting rabbi might be. And so I'm sure that throughout the community it had been announced that Jesus would be in the synagogue uh, this day. But the Bible says that while Jesus is preaching in the synagogue while he's teaching in the synagogue there was a woman in the synagogue there was a woman in the Jewish center of learning there was a woman in the house of worship who had a spirit of infirmity now 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 I want you to understand here like many in the text in the biblical text this woman is not given a name come on here in this count come on here that is you unique only to the book of Luke. Luke calls the woman uh, by no name. No name is necessary because she, she could reflect any of us. See, the woman is a picture of the saints. The woman is a picture of all of us who often endure infliction, affliction in this life. I need you to get this here because see, when you come on here, understand that you can be anointed and still afflicted come on here then God can help you come on in here and there's a lot of people that God has anointed that are facing some affliction come on here but I want you to know God can help you God's going to help you to get it straight somebody put a praise on it right there 
See, see, God never forgets the afflicted. When his children are afflicted, God wants to do something about it. Luke says that the woman had a spirit of infirmity. This suggests that what the woman had coming against her was of satanic origins. I need you to get this because I know we're in a day now, amen, praise God, where people don't believe, amen, much about the devil. Come on here, and I want you to know that I know there are some things that we cause on our own. I want you to know that I know that there are some situations that are the products of our own making that sometimes we make bad choices and mistakes and things happen come on here I know everything is not the devil but don't become blind to the fact that some things really are come on here just because everything is not the devil does not mean that some things are not him come on here and there's some people who live with their heads in the cloud come on here you got to discern when the devil is is trying to move and get a grip on your life come on here you can be like Alice in Wonderland come on here you got to recognize when the wicked one is trying to afflict your life come on here everything is not the devil come on here but do not become blind to the fact that some things really are you got to have enough spiritual sense to see Satan I need you to grab this here I said you got to have enough spiritual sense to see Satan what you talking about I'm talking about discernment you need to have enough discernment to know when something is the devil come on I need you to grab this she had a spirit of infirmity come on here and I want you to know some of what's coming against you is the enemy of your soul some of what's trying to destroy your life is the devil come on here he has launched an attack against them that carry God's assignment somebody give God a praise right there but I want to tell you no matter how the devil attacks God is going to help you to get it straight you're not in this alone God's going to help you to get it straight you're not in this by yourself God is going to help you to get it straight be of good courage be of good cheer God is going to help you to get it straight somebody put a praise right there I want you to understand that oftentimes the enemy will try to bring things against you you got to discern amen when the devil is at work she she had a spirit of infirmity see the attack of the enemy began to, to to manifest in her physical body see it is the will of the enemy to wear you down and oftentimes when the enemy brings things against you he wants things to negatively affect your body I need you to get this here. See, see, the thing is, when the devil is trying to work on your mind, he wants it to manifest in your body. When situations are being hit around you, the truth is that the enemy really wants to take your body down. Come on here. He wants, he wants to start wearing you down. He wants to start depressing you so you can't ride and you can't get up. See, the woman is going through a demonic attack that has brought physical.
physical uh, results. I need you to get this here because see the enemy wants to negatively affect your body. He doesn't want you to do God's will. He doesn't want you to walk out God's assignment and see the spirits of infirmity are spirits of affliction. They come against us hoping to oppress our lives in certain areas. See the enemy wants to weigh you down so that you can effectively war against him. Come on, I said the enemy wants to weigh you down so that you can effectively war against him. See, the enemy can't keep us. See, if the enemy can keep us oppressed, then he knows we won't operate at our best. So if he can keep you weighed down, come on here, if he can keep you, come on here, troubled, Annie, if he can keep you, come on, going through something, come on here, and it looks like the pressure will not lift. That's what he'll try to do. But whatever the enemy is sending to weigh you down, God's going to help you to win against it. Come on, I'm talking to somebody who's going through an affliction. And some of you, as you sought to do the will of God, you're fighting in your bodies. Things are trying to manifest to take you down. But I come against in the authority of Jesus. Every spirit of a infirmity in the name of Jesus the Lord who heals every sickness and all manner of diseases may he be your portion in this hour may the healing power of God manifest in your body whatever it is God is going to help you to get it straight come on he's the great physician and he'll help you to get it straight I want you to know that you're not in this alone. God is going to help you to get it straight. You're not left to yourself. God is going to help you to get it straight. You are not forsaken. God is going to help you to get it straight. See, I know this is real. Come on here. God is not a play toy. God is not a game. God is not a figment of your imagination. God is real. That's why I stand here and preach. That's why I don't mind sweating and lifting my voice because God is real and I want you to know if you try him God can turn it around somebody give him praise right there come on here that which has come to disrupt your peace God's going to help you to get it straight that which has come to disturb your joy God's going to help you to get it straight that which has come to discover your spirit God's going to help you to get it straight come on say God's going to help me to get these things straight come on here see the thing is God is able to help you to get it straight come on here now you know what I say about a great helper a great helper must always meet two qualifications he must be able to help and willing to help there's a lot of folk able to help but not willing to help and there's a lot of folk that would be willing to help but they're not able to help but I've come to tell you Jesus Christ meets the criteria to help your situation Christ meets the criteria to help you to get it straight. The Savior wants to help you to get it straight. Somebody praise him right there. You don't have to stay in dysfunction. You don't have to operate in negative cycles. God wants to help you to get it straight. Somebody give him praise right there. The woman had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years the enemy will drag you I'm telling you if you don't discern him
This woman had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years. Come on here, I need you to hear me. I said the enemy will drag you if you don't properly discern him. The enemy is hoping that you will just accept negative cycles. See, the enemy is in no rush to retreat from any area of your life. Come on here, the devil will try to stay as long as you allow him. Oh, come on here. I said the enemy is in no rush to retreat from any area of your life. Come on here. The devil will stick around as long as you allow him. Come on here. Some devils won't let up until you stand up. I know what I'm talking about. Some devils, I said, they will not let up until you stand up. Some devils will linger as long as you allow them. It's time to dismiss some devils. And God's going to help you to get it straight. Come on, stand up in courage and tell the devil this is it. Come on, stand up by the blood of Jesus and tell the devil the bug stops here. Oh, come on here. Not another day, not another hour, not another, come on here, not another minute. Come on here, the bug stops here. When you stand in the name of the Lord Jesus, God will help you to get it straight. When you rise in the authority secured for you by the blood of Jesus, God will help you to get it straight. When, when, when you declare the word over your situation, God will help you to get it straight. Stand up in Holy Ghost boldness and say, God is going to help me to get it straight. See, this woman is said to be bent, 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 bent. She's double bent in the literal translation. Come on here. She's bent half in two as we know it. Come on here. She's bowed over. Her life is spent looking down. It, it is in some way symbolic of the desire of the enemy. It is a picture of depression and despondency. See, the devil desires to see us down. The devil wants us feeling defeated. He's hoping that his attacks and challenges will keep our lives discouraged. But can I tell you that depression is not a part of God's divine plan for your life. Come on here. I said depression is not a part of God's divine plan for your life. And God is going to help you to get it straight. Oh, you're going to get up. You got to get up because you got places to go. Yeah, you got to get up because you got things to do. You got to get up because there are people who are waiting on you. Come on, I need you to get this and God is going to help you to get it straight. You can reclaim your life. Jesus paid the price for your joy. Jesus paid the penalty for your peace and you don't have to accept anything less than what Jesus paid for. Come on here. The penalty of my peace. The penalty for my peace was paid for by Jesus. Oh yes, the price for my joy was paid for by Jesus. And I want you to know, saints of God, you don't have to accept anything less than what Jesus has paid for. The word is that the woman was been. The word here in the Greek suggests that the woman was stooping. Uh, she was brought low. See, see, this is it here. Uh, uh, because Satan is hoping that the stuff he sends will cause us to stoop. 
Oh, yes. See, see, the enemy wants us to settle. What do you mean, stoop? He wants us to settle for living lower than what God has called us to be. Oh, yes. See, see, I've been talking about this the last uh, couple of settings. That, that Satan, Satan does not want us walking in the fullness of who God has called us to be. Satan does not want us walking in the fullness of who God has called us to be. Let me tell you again, Satan does not want us walking in the fullness of who God has called us to be. Come on here. I want you to get this. The, the devil wants you living beneath what the blood of Jesus has paid for I need you to get this I said the devil wants you living beneath what the blood of Jesus has paid for that there are some things that Satan has sent your way and he's hoping that you'll start stooping see Satan only wants saints living at a reduced level of who God has made them to be come on I said Satan only wants saints living at a reduced level of who God has called them to be but, but can I tell you something here there, there, there are some things that Satan has sent your way and he's hoping that you'll keep stooping he's hoping that you'll keep operating lower than what the Lord has called you to be perhaps somebody's listening to me and you've already started to stoop maybe you have backed up maybe you have become passive maybe you're deeply discouraged but I want you to know God's going to help you to get some things straight. Get up, child of God, and take courage. God is going to help you to get it straight. I've come to tell you that God has not called you to stoop. He has called you to stand. Oh, come on here. I want to be all that the blood of Jesus paid for. I want you to hear me by the spirit of the Lord. The enemy is hoping that you won't stand. He's hoping that you'll have a stooping career. Come on here. But I want you to know God has not chosen you to stoop. He's called you to stand. This is something here. All of us need to understand from the text several things that I want to suggest to you. Number one, we need to all understand from the text that all of us have things that need to be straightened. Come on here. I don't care how good you're doing. Don't act like you don't need God. Come on, there is nobody that living on the face of this earth Amen, praise God, that doesn't have something in some area where you need some improvements. Oh, come on here. This is the beauty about growing up in God. The woman has her a need for her back to be straightened. In the text, she's been. But, but, but the truth is that every one of us have areas of our lives that could use some straightening. Maybe you're challenged spiritually. Maybe it's your ministry uh, that the enemy is coming up against. Maybe you've been doing the will of God and you've only been met with persecution. You've only been met, amen, praise God, with wickedness and evil intention. Maybe the 
warfare has been great against you spiritually. Maybe you're challenged emotionally. Maybe life has left you feeling emotionally drained. Like you can't go on. Maybe you have been cut so deeply. Maybe you have encountered something that has tried to press you beyond measure. Maybe you've gone through something that, that, that has, has been a great loss uh, to you. Maybe you've had a deep wound or a gut-wrenching experience. But I want you to know God is going to help you to get some things straight. Some things change your life forever. But God can still lead you into a brighter future. Come on. Some of you have things to happen that have changed your life forever. But I want you to know God still wants to lead you into a brighter future. You know, some things I found out uh, in recent time is that some experiences don't only change your life forever. Some experiences will change you. But, but God wants you to know that even though you have uh, encountered a lot of personal change, God still wants to use you to be his champion. When you have been through trauma, the devil is hoping that you won't triumph. Oh yes, but God wants to help you to triumph over your trauma. Oh yes, he wants to help you to get it straight. Nevertheless, God will help you. God is going to help you to get some things straight. Maybe you're dealing with a nagging physical issue. Physical issues come in many forms. I'm talking about attacks on your body, but I want you to know the healer is here. And he wants to help you to get it straight. Oh, come on here. The power of God can do what pills can't do. Oh, yes. Christ can clear up anything. No matter what you have, it will never be greater than God's ability to heal. Oh, yes. I want you to know divine power can heal all manner of sicknesses and diseases. If you can have it, God can heal it. God is going to help you to get it straight. It may be a mind battle, but God has given you authority to prevail in your mind. Maybe, maybe I want you to know you have gone through some things that have tried to keep you confused in your mind. Come on, perplexed in your mind. But I want you to know the power of God is going to help you to get that straight. You don't have to let the devil have a field day in your mind. Come on, here the master wants to help you to get it straight some of you have endured attacks on your mind but it's no match for the master come on here can I tell you that God is going to help you to get it straight may the Holy Ghost infuse you today to rise up and take authority over your mind maybe it's a personal or relational matter that needs a touch a marriage a child a sister a brother maybe it's a son or a daughter that has gone waywardly but I want you to no God is working on it oh come on here some of y'all are praying for children come on here that might not even be in your house come on here they may be places you don't know where they are they may be out of state they may be traveling have traveled some distance but let me tell you something there is no distance so great to 
operate for God's divine power. I need you to get that right there. I don't care what the distance is. God's divine power can still make a difference. Lift your hands and give him praise right there. God's going to help you to get it straight. You've been praying and crying and crying and praying. You've been asking God to touch a situation relationally, relationally, but I want you to know God is going to help you to get it straight. God can touch a heart and he can transform one too. You keep praying. God's going to help you to get the matter straight. Come on here. Maybe it's something you're going through with employment. Maybe it's something you're going through with your finances. But I want you to know God can show you the way to bounce back. God is going to help you to get it straight. Come on here. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Come on here. God holds the key to all prosperity. And there's nothing like prosperity that comes from God. Because when God prospers you, he can do it throughout the whole man oh yeah he can do your mind and your money yes he can see I want you to get this from the text the text teaches us number two always remember that some things require divine assistance Come on, number two, I said the text teaches us that we should always remember that some things require divine assistance. Come on, the text says the woman was double bent. She was bent. She was stooping and she could in no way lift herself up. She could not do it on her own. She had something that was crooked and she could not straighten it on her own. See, see, the thing is you can, you need to understand that when devils are coming against your life, you need supernatural help. You can't fight a supernatural battle in human strength. Come on here. Supernatural battles require divine strength. Oh, yes. When you're waging war with the devil, you need divine strength. Oh, come on here. You can't whoop spirit beings in human strength. Oh, come on here. You need God's strength for that. Now, now we need strength outside of ourselves. We need God's strength because human strength has many limitations. But divine strength knows no such limitations. Come on here. See, the quicker you realize you can't do it on your own, the sooner you can overcome. Oh, yes. The quicker you realize you need God's help. Come on here. The sooner you can emerge from some situations. Oh, yes. The life of the child of God should be live depending on him. Get me now. I said the life of the child of God should be live depending on him. Psalm 146 and 5. Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Jeremiah shows this also in 17, I believe in 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord whose confidence is in him. See there is an unmatched strength given to those who trust the Lord. I need you to get this here. It's God's strength and God's strength is an unmatched strength. God's strength
strength is greater than all other strengths. I need you to get this in the Holy Ghost. See, I want you to know that the Lord will help you when the load gets too heavy for human handling. The Lord can help you. When the days get hard, the Lord is our help. When conditions become harsh, the Lord is our help. See, your greatest help comes from God. Never forget that. I said your greatest help comes from God. Never forget that. I'm talking to somebody. You worried about what they're doing and what they're not doing. And that's the nature of people. People can be flaky. But God remains faithful. And I'm here to tell you your greatest help comes from God. Never forget that. I don't care what else you think you got. Your greatest help is in God. Oh, come on here. I said I don't care what else you think you got. Your greatest help is in God. Come on here. God knows how to fix the situation. We used to sing in the old church, Jesus will fix it. He knows how. He knows how. Jesus will fix it. He knows how. Come on, I need you to get this here. See, some of you are like the woman in this text. You need some divine intervention. You need the help of God. See, God is going to help you with this one. The saints of God are beneficiaries of heavenly help. Come on, the saints of God are beneficiaries of heavenly, heavenly help. The good news is that the text shows you that God specializes in helping to get things straight. Somebody give him praise. He's available to heal you. The divine helper said is available to heal you. Divine helper is here to deliver you. The father already has a plan to get you out. Take courage, my friend. God's going to help you to get it straight. Number number three, God is showing us something here. God wants you to know that you need to remain faithful uh, when you're going through, even when you're going through the fight. Uh, don't let the wounds shut down your worship. The woman shows me something here that blesses me. She is going through a spirit of infirmity. She's bent, but she's still blessing the Lord. Come on here, and you got to know how to bless the Lord even when things are bent. This is what I'm talking about here. Come on here, there's some things that are bent, but I'm determined to bless the Lord. This woman is bent, but she's still determined to bless the Lord. You don't let your wounds shut down your worship. Come on here, this woman kept showing up. I love this. She showed up to the synagogue. This woman got where the word of Jesus was. She no doubt heard the word that he would be at the synagogue and she met him there. She didn't let what she was going through stop her from showing up. Come on here and see, this is what I love. She was going through a trial, but she didn't back away from the truth. And that's what I want you to know. Don't let your trial come on cause you to back away from God's truth freedom come on here is available but you got to stay up under the truth because freedom is always hanging out around truth come on here I need you to praise him when you get around God's truth freedom has to be there come on here because it is the truth of God that has the ability to make us free come on here don't let your warfare drive you away from God 
God's word. I said, don't let your warfare drive you away from God's word. Don't let your trial drive you away from God's truth. This is what I love. Although her life was shaken, the woman kept showing up. Come on, if that's what the devil can't stand, shaking but still showing up. Oh, come on. I said, I'm shaking, but I'm still showing up. Shaking, but determined to show up. And when I show up, I'm going to show up with the praise. When I show up, I'm going to show up with gratitude. When I show up, I'm going to show up with thanksgiving. Come on here. She came to the synagogue. She kept showing up, showing up for the teaching, showing up for the word. See, some things never get shut down because we stop showing up. Come on, I need you to get this. We, we, we would be surprised at what God would help us to get straight if we would just consistently show up. Come on here. See, see, you can't get God's best. Come on here, and you keep backing up. Come on here. You've got to, you've got to keep showing up. You've got to keep going on with God if you want to get God's best. Come on here. I love this because, come on, you've got to understand that you would be surprised if you would position yourself under the word of God, what you could receive. When we show up, God can show out. Come on here, Gideon showed up with just 300, but God showed out. Jehoshaphat showed up, outnumbered, but God showed out. David showed up against a nearly 10-foot giant named Goliath, but God showed out. Somebody praise him right there. Come on here and give God praise. Jesus showed up on the cross, but God showed out because on the third day, God raised him from the dead with all power in his hand. It's done. Yes, it's done. Through the precious blood of Jesus, the victory has been won. You show up. Watch God show out. Oh, come on here. Even though God owns the battle, you need to be present. Oh, come on here. I need a praiser that'll get this. I said the battle is the Lord's, but you need to be present. Come on, show up. Show up in faith. Come on here. Show up. Show up in expectation. Somebody grabbed it right there. Come on here. I'm, I'm getting ready to show you something here. Number four, God will never avoid them who honor him. Number four, God will never avoid those who honor him. Number four, God will never avoid those who honor him. Now, now let's remember here that, that, that uh, this woman shows up at the synagogue. That is an act of honor. Come on here. And the Bible said Jesus was teaching, but when he was teaching, he saw her. I need you to get this because see, when you when you understand the importance of honoring God, God will do something awesome on your behalf. You can't live honoring God and God not do something awesome for your life. When you give God your honor, he'll do honor awesome things for your life. Somebody give him praise right there. See, the woman shows up. She honored Jesus. She knew he would be there. She showed up for his teaching. Come on here. She wasn't asking for anything, but she honored him.
And the Bible says Jesus saw her. When you get your mind on the right thing, then God can move out some of the wrong things that have tried to attach to your life. Oh yeah, you got to get your mind on the right thing. You got to know why you're in the house of God. When, when, we, when we get our minds on seeing Jesus, come on here, we don't have to worry about Jesus seeing us. Oh yes, I said when you get your mind on seeing Jesus, you don't have to worry about Jesus seeing you. You should come to the house of God to honor the Son of God. Come on here, sometimes we are guilty of coming to the house of God to be seen of men. But your motivation for being in the house of God is not to be seen of men, but to be seen by the master. Oh yeah. Come on here. I want God to, uh, I want to, I want to have a meeting with the Lord. Come on here. Honor God in what you do. Make Jesus the center of what you do and watch what he'll do for you. Come on here. Because God can really bless folk he can trust. Come on here. I said God can really bless folk that he can trust. Come on here. God will turn over buckets of blessings on folks he can trust. Oh, yes. You got to make Jesus the center of what you do. The Lord will do awesome things, I'm telling you, if you honor him. God will never avoid those who honor him. Jesus saw her. He saw her being in all. He saw her condition. And I'm so glad that God sees me. He sees all of me oh come on here nothing I have going on is hidden from God come on I said God sees all of me he sees everything I'm going through see people can see you and not know what you're going through come on here people can see you and not really see you oh come on here but when God sees you he sees everything about you oh come on here Come on, when God sees you, your whole story is open before him. Oh yeah, God knows what you're going through and he's going to help you to get it straight. Come on, lift your hand and say, God's going to help me to get this straight. See, see, uh, the, the, the number five here is that, uh, uh, that, 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 that God wants us to do two things. Come forth. Come forth and come close. Come on. Jesus, when he sees the woman, he calls her forward. Come on. He wants her to come forth. Well, well, what are you talking to us about, Pastor? Well, to come forth means that she would be exposed to the crowd. All of what is going on with her would be laying in the open. It would cause all eyes to be on her. It would cause people to get a good look at her condition. The text says that he called her forth and she came forth. See, see, this is it. You don't have to fake it with God. Come on, there's some of us going through something and you cannot conquer what you don't confront. Oh, come on here. Come on, God, God cannot help you with stuff that you don't acknowledge. He says, I want you to come forth. Bring it all with you. Come on. 
God says, I'm going to help you to get it straight. All you got to do is come forward. You don't have to hold back on the Lord because he can handle it. Just come clean with God. Come forth, cast all your cares upon him. Come forth, release your burdens to him. Give him your heavy load. Whatever is crooked, give it to him. Your burdens, your heavy load. Whatever the crisis is, whatever the challenge is, come forth with it. There's nothing you bring to God that he can't bring you through. You got to come forth. Stop hiding. Stop faking for the crowd. Come on here. God does not want you faking it to make it. Oh, come on here. Why fake it when you can really be delivered? Come on here. Come on. You don't have to fake it because God is not fake. Come on. I want you to know God is real and he can really heal you. Not only is she to come forth, but I, uh, uh, in coming forth, something else is suggest. Jesus wants her to come up and stand with him. This shows me that when you're going through, that not only do you need to acknowledge it, but you need to make sure that when you want God to do something for you, that you, you, you come close to him, come close to God, come forth with your issue, and then get closer to God. She had to come close. See, I love this in the text, because Jesus wanted her to come where he was. He wanted her to come stand with him. Pick me up in the spirit now, God. God in this hour wants us to draw close to him. When you draw close to God, things will automatically start dropping off. Come on here. Come on here. I want you to know when you draw close to God, stuff that is hindering you will start drying up. Don't stop praying, come close. Don't stop worshiping, come close. Don't stop studying God's word, come close. Don't stop obeying God, come close. Come on here because you know what? God wants you to come close. Come on here. One of the greatest ways we can honor God is to obey him. Come close. When you draw near to God, there's nothing he can't do for you. Yes, I said when you draw near to God, there's nothing he can't do for you. Come on here. You know your obedience is never in vain. Come on, there's some of you praying and praying and the devil says you might as well stop that. I want you to know do not stop. You got to get closer to God. Come on here. Don't let your challenge drive you away from your closeness to God. And then this is it here. Remember that Jesus has already given you the victory. Come on. I said you got to remember that Jesus has already given you the victory. Calvary settled your victory. The woman, when she came forth, come on, Jesus says to her, woman, thou art loose. 
from thine infirmity, rendered in the perfect tense. It indicates a past action that has a present effect. In other words, Jesus is saying to the woman, it's already done. I have already declared you loose. And you know what? Even though I've done it in the past, I'm getting ready to help you to experience it in the present. And I want you to know there's some things that were accomplished at Calvary and it's already done. Lift your hands and give him praise those of you who are tuning in this morning may the special blessings of the Lord rain upon your life in a man in a major way those of you who are hearing me I want you to know there's some things that God has already declared done for you it's already done and now the manifestation is about to visit your life God is going to help you to get it done somebody give him praise right there the issue has already been settled it is already been accomplished he said you are a daughter of Abraham a child of the covenant Jesus simply laid his hand on the woman and did with she which was bent was made straight that which was crooked was made straight come on here and can I tell you God has already determined you a winner the fight is fixed in your favor somebody give him praise right there come on here this is the last thing when God rewards you no man can revoke it I said when God rewards you no man can revoke it come on here stop belly aching over people that got a bad attitude about your blessings come on here cause when God rewards you no man can revoke it see the text shows me there were some disgruntled religious leaders in the midst of this woman's situation because she was healed on the Sabbath day but can I tell you I don't care what day it is God is always a deliverer any day of the week God can give you a win I said I don't care what day of the week is it is God is always a deliverer God is an everyday deliverer come on here there's not a time that God can't turn it around come on here I said every day of the week God can give you a win these leaders were disgruntled you know come on here that's what was happening you know it's a shame to be disgruntled because somebody got delivered come on here don't uh, don't allow somebody else's deliverance to cause you to get disgruntled it's a shame to have a bad attitude because somebody just got blessed come on here some people will not celebrate what God is doing but be well assured even if they don't celebrate it they can't stop it just because they don't celebrate it don't mean they can stop it God is determined to bless those who delight in him Jesus says to her accuser thou art not this daughter of Abraham who has been bound these 18 years be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day it is the will of God for you to walk in freedom and when God is ready to do it oh come on here and that's now he wants to do something on your behalf when God is ready to do something for you you ought to stand at attention somebody give him praise right there come on here when God helps you to get something straight don't 
lets our people stop you from celebrating what he's doing in your life don't you stop celebrating because some people choose to be sour somebody praise him right there God's going to help you to get some things straight come on give him praise right there I'm done because I want you to know this morning this is a get it straight season God's going to help you to get it straight and there's some of you listening to me you know what I'm talking about because God is already help you to get some things straight there were some things you were crying about a couple of years ago and God has already come on here turned that thing come on here into a praise report come on here that's what God will do prayer requests become praise reports for the righteous somebody give God a shout of praise right there I know I'm talking to somebody listening to me you've got to thank God for the things he already helped you to get it straight and I'm here to declare if God did it before he can do it again somebody give him praise if God is touched in one area he can touch in another area don't put limits on what the Lord can do somebody give him praise right there I don't care what it is I don't care what the fight is what the challenge is what the struggle is I've come to declare by the spirit of God God's going to help you to get it straight now let the weak say I'm strong now let the poor say I'm rich now let the downtrodden come on here say I have joy lift your hand open your mouth and declare from your belly God's going to help me to get it done don't count me out God's going to help me to get it done oh baby I thank God that he's a helper to them that call on it God is a helper for his people and whatever you face God's going to help you to get it done grab your praise stand on his word plead the blood of Jesus God's going to help you to get it done somebody put a praise on it right there happy for us I'm here to tell you God's getting ready to help some folk to get some things done somebody praise him right there God is in the turnaround business come on here God can pull glory out of a gloomy situation God can pull something awesome out of that attack what was meant to break you God can use it to bless you now put a seal on it right there cause I see you rising I see you elevating I see God promoting you for his glory somebody thinking the righteous will never be forsaken God's going to help you to get it straight oh bless his name I don't know what's crooked I don't know what's been but I know a God who will help you to get it straight wherever there's a a bin wherever there's a crook I want you to know Christ can help you to get it straight I'm done this morning perhaps 
you don't know the Lord, you can know him. All you have to do is simply ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. And I know that I've fallen short of what you want me to be. I believe in you, Lord Jesus, that you are the son of God, that you died on the cross for my sins, that you were buried, and on the third day you were raised, and you hold my eternal salvation in your hands. You offer it to me as a free gift. I call upon your name, and I want you to be the Lord and Savior of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to know God is going to help you to get it straight. Whatever it is you're facing, don't lose heart. Be of good cheer and take courage because God is going to help you get it straight. I want you to have a safe holiday. Glorify God in all that you do. Because I want you to know we, the people of God, are the light of the world. Oh, yes. And what we do for the Lord, God will always reward. I want you to know God's going to help us. If you got a situation and you don't know what to do, God's going to help you to get it straight. Don't stop praying. Don't stop trusting. Don't stop depending on him because the Lord God is going to help you to get it straight. Share this word with somebody. Some saint somewhere needs to hear.